Well, thank you for listening to and watching you at Options. Um, this episode, I have Kyle Janis from Soothsayer Hot Sauce on um, talk about the the origins of Soothsayer as a company, um, what safety gear they wear when when they're mixing their hot sauce. Uh, so much more. Um, yeah, great talk. Talk a lot about music, bands, punk rock scene. Uh, yeah, great conversation. Um, go to Soothsayer Hot Sauce. Uh, find them on Instagram. Go to their website. Um, order hot sauce from them. Support them. Yeah, support you at Options at you at Options everywhere. Uh, go to thehandsomescoundrels.com slash shop if you want to buy uh, some merch. Um, yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Enjoy. weird sports uh i was thinking about this a lot lately i started recording i can cut out whatever but Hell yeah uh, i started thinking about you know you see a lot of like uh actors or musicians who are shitty they like lose work and jobs yeah. whenever like their stuff comes out but if you man if you can run a football or if you can Oh, I mean, if you have if you have a billion dollar industry uh, actively wanting you to keep on doing what you're doing, it's uh, easier to brush it under. But I mean, it's it's weird being like a leftist punk metal head. Yeah, for sure. Who also likes sports, and it's just like, well, I guess we're just gonna go at odds with everyone here. Yeah. So you're you're from? Are you from Chicago? Or sh- yeah, Chicago? Born and raised. Okay. So. Um, are you a, an avid all things Chicago uh, supporter of like sports teams? Generally, generally so. Uh, I mean, I could football has really never done it for me. Um, mm. There's just the the surrounding attitude and atmosphere around football has never been anything that appealed to me. Like I did a I did a the high school football training camp between eighth grade and freshman year and i mean i've always been a big dude and so like oh like you'd be a great like offensive line whatever and like you could be a starter yeah first or second year i was like yeah i'm gonna try for the golf team because you guys are fucking assholes yeah i feel that yeah i was a i was the same like i think the last time i played uh football was like seventh grade and i was like "Mm, Mm -hmm. i don't know and then in high school i was in band so <laughs> hell yeah oh yeah no i like i never i was never in band but that was like all all my friends were 
it like just banned in orchestra kids like i just had i was still like i was that was even before i got like super into music um but it was just the 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 jock football thing really never struck a chord so then i went to fest and i was like oh this is my home the fest yeah yeah (laughs) yeah it's a good group of people it's you know it's a in the one thing i like about soothsayer i i think i heard about it <clears throat> heard about you through uh must have been like direct hit they had mm-hmm. or, or just it must, uh, direct hit or, that, our first ever band collaboration project was with direct hit yeah i think it was because of that um yeah did did you have plans to was that always a plan to do collabs with with bands it wasn't everyone's like oh that was brilliant that's such a good idea and it's something i'd always I was interested in, but it was never the like front of mind plan of that's, that's what I'm going to make this whole thing. It just, I went to like the whole Soothsayer origin story really started out of going to Fest 13. Um, and my friend and our first designer, uh, Shane Zobel, he did uh, Wayfair clothing for a while and he had a booth there. And just like hung out around the marketplace and was like, this is fucking awesome. Like Damn. the creative energy there. It's like, oh, here's so many people who are doing things that are a part of this that aren't necessarily playing in a band this weekend. Yeah. Um, and so my whole my thing was just like, I want to make I want to start doing this and I want to do it at Fest. Um, and the collaboration just kind of naturally came out of that. Yeah. The uh, what? How does one start a, uh, I don't want to just keep asking you to tell your origin story, but how does, how does one start a hot sauce company? Uh, smoking a lot of weed and yeah. being really good at Google searches. Uh, <laughs> pretty were much. you, were you in your kitchen, like with little beakers and like little pipettes and like, it, no, that? it was, it was just me drunk in a kitchen, wearing a basketball jersey, throwing peppers in a fucking pot. Like there was yeah. no, cause like, I didn't go, everyone's like, Oh, like you go to culinary school. You were, were you a chef at any point? And no, I don't have any real food background. Yeah. Um, so it was just throwing shit together. Like I had, I'd had a big hot sauce collection and was moving apartment to apartment like every year. Yeah. And I had a giant hot sauce collection and a giant vinyl record collection. And I was mm. just decided like one has to go. Like oh, I yeah. can't move two very involved, fragile, heavy things. And so I just kind of sat down like the two weeks before I moved. And just the whole idea was, well, I'll just keep getting cheese pizza and I'll open up 10 bottles a night and <laughs> pick out one or two that make the cut of like, I like this. This is good. I will use this again. And versus yeah. just fucking whatever dumb shit I found at a rest stop in Kansas somewhere. <laughs> so were you, uh, what were some of the like hot sauces that got you into, uh, I guess like trying to figure out hot sauce? Um, I would say, I was like, let me think. I was like, no, I have thought about this. Uh, the three, the three that probably did it were, uh, the El Yucateco green sauce. Uh, which you can get at like most grocery stores. Like I know I saw it down at Piggly Wiggly in Birmingham. Like it's kind of, it's, it's an all over the place. Like everywhere in the country will have that. Um, Is that the the one where it's got, it's got the guy in the yellow suit on it? 
am I thinking of? Uh, I think that's Sapatio. Okay, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, this one, it's like, I think it's... I'm trying to look if, if I can see it from here. <laughs> so, so, yeah, 12 years later, still keep a bottle on hand. Um, it's kind of, oh, yeah, I'm at, a, I'm at a computer with the wealth of the world's knowledge in my fingers. There you go. Um, uh, their label is, let's see how fast Google comes back <laughs> with this. Uh, it's just like a yellow label that says hot sauce chili habanero. It's okay. Yeah, okay. it's pretty basic. Like nothing, nothing stands out about it to make you be like, "Oh shit!" Like I should really pick that up. Like there's no marketing or anything behind it that you would consider in like the hot sauce niche. But I was working at this warehouse and would go to this like Greek hot dog stand, and I tried it there, and I was using like a bottle every week. Damn, um, just going to lunch two or three times a week. Yeah. Eventually, they were just like, "We just have a bottle for you now." Or like, <laughs> um, so so that one, uh, this uh, business called Crybaby Craig's up in okay. Minneapolis. I lived up there for a year, and he just he makes one flavor, and it's just a habanero sauce, and it's fucking fantastic. And that was the first time that hot sauce for me was not just something you would see at a major grocery store. Yeah. Like oh here here is an independent like DIY version of this yeah um, and then uh, Dave's hot sauce which prior to like everything getting nuts with hot sauce and spice and heat was like the kind of flag bearer on all of that like the the first craft hot sauce company and they had one that was called uh, I think they still make it called salsa de lo muerte. And it's like a super chunky, like almost restaurant style kind of salsa. Okay. And that's when I realized like, oh, like it doesn't have to be like super thin, watery, vinegary, like run off your food kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And so kind of, kind of pulled a lot from all three of those. Have, have you noticed like, you said you've been like super into hot sauce for like 12 ish years. Have you noticed like an uptick in like DIY hot sauce companies or is that a thing? Substantially. Like it's hot sauce is right now where like craft beer was in 2015. Mm, Okay. It's just, it's fucking everywhere. Um, Which is funny because yeah, I started Soothsayer in 2015 and I was, there was one other company in Chicago. I was realistically the second. And now there's that I know of probably ten. Damn. Um, and I mean, this is mid a Midwest company with like trying to sell hot sauce to a Midwest palate. Um, but I mean, all <laughs> all over, which is a struggle in itself. What is, what like, is the I, Midwest palate? Yeah. Fucking mayonnaise, you... like <laughs> hot 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 dish and mayonnaise, like. Okay. <laughs> We, I do like probably every time I do like a farmer's market or street fest or something, it's, it's this weird phenomenon where people <laughs> will come up to me and they'll see everything. Like my booth says yeah. hot sauce six right. fucking times over, but they'll come up and it's just like, they're like, you know what? I just really can't do hot food. And I was like, you really didn't even have to talk to me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like some of them are mild and just freak out. Like it's, yeah. it's coming around, but I mean the, uh, the 
Irish, Italian, Polish, German heritage Midwest is uh, I feel that yeah. not not coming from uh, heat friendly backgrounds. I feel you. Um, yeah, I remember going like I grew up in Mobile, Alabama, mm. and so that's like you know it's like two hours from New Orleans, and so we'd go over there every once in a while, and like they have the uh, their like street market, their French Quarter like street market. Yeah, I remember they had like I'm sure if it's not the same place, it there's some other or like a handful of like just these hot sauce boots that are humongous and like oh yeah you know as a kid I was like I thought like Tabasco like Tabasco is hot sauce like that's it yeah you know yeah. <laughs> uh, but then you know you go to uh, going to this booth as like a ten year old and you see like rip your ass off you know. Sauce oh yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Ass, yeah. Ass is on fire. Asses on the moon. Asses in Antarctica. <laughs> on the moon. Yeah. Have you? Yeah, uh, I I like I like the the soothsayer like um I don't know aesthetic or whatever. You're not like it'll blow your ass out. No, it's just <laughs> I, there's there's so many people that have been doing that forever, and I mean I've seen. Uh, it's not, they have one down at French Quarter now, this spot called uh, Pepper Palace. They have one in one of the malls downtown in Chicago okay. that they do all of that shit. And like, there's like a whole series of like asses. Uh, <laughs> and they sell gift packs. That's just like your ass in six different situations and none of them are going to be pleasant. But so we're just like, yeah, we're like, here's some heat and also flavor, uh, mostly flavor over heat. And that's just, during my two week long binge taste test, I realized very quickly that the hottest end of the spectrum, the challenge, the the one chip challenge, the fucking hot ones to bomb, like that's just not for me. Oh man. Yeah. Um we we met at you and I met at uh Prentice Best in Birmingham. And oh, yeah. uh, I think I think when we were there I was talking to you about we we uh we bought the the hot ones like box set or whatever mm -hmm. and yeah and like they had to make up like their own like the apollo pepper i think is the the hottest one that they have yeah and it's like yeah it's like i don't want to have to chug a gallon of milk you know which i did <laughs> you know, oh well, yeah, you're you're gonna need to uh but every time like if someone gets that pack and i'm sure either either you have since thrown it away or it just occupies this like desolate corner of the fridge oh yeah. Um, yeah yeah just kind of waiting waiting for that day i have i've had so many friends who got that package it's like the first three are good but like right. after you a can... couple months they just toss the other ones yeah you can use like the first three or four and then after that it's just like okay <laughs> like yeah. you, you can't do anything with it um but you have no desire to be like we're pushing the limits of heat and the human huh. you know existence Fuck no, absolutely not. <laughs> I, some when people, because I mean, obviously, like hot ones is the cultural, oh yeah, it's barometer like a of hot sauce now. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's up, it's up in there. Um, so people will be like, oh, what's like your hottest one? Like, where would that rank on hot ones? I'm like, mm. fuck, like four or five. Like, if you're if you're looking for something to mess you up, like, I mean, I'll, I always carry a bottle of liquor with me at shows. Like, I'll we'll get fucked up in, in a not hot sauce way. Yeah, uh, yeah. But no, that's yeah. just yeah, not. The yeah, style. I think you. Yeah, I think you guys had a couple of bottles of Malort on hand. Oh, of course, we got it as the uh, right. 
the only provider of Malort hot sauce. You gotta gotta represent. I mean, yeah, that to to go into how hard I ride for Chicago based things. Uh, I am. I I was allowed to. Uh, oh my god, what's that? <laughs> I'm fucking blanking right now. The term when a, a hostage starts to identify with their captors. Stockholm syndrome. Uh, Stockholm syndrome. I am a malort Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> it, guys, it, guys, it actually, when you taste it and you think about it, it tastes good. It tastes pretty good, oh, yeah. guys. I'll, all you need to do is live with someone who's deep in the service industry during your 20s. And uh, yeah, that, that really did it. So was your, your malort bottle... Uh, of hot sauce was that an official malort collab yes yeah oh, so i uh that's cool i put that out originally in 26 around the holidays 2016 for my buddies like prog mathcore psych band Hell yeah. and they had they'd been fucking around with Malort. they were riding for it well before it became the like cultural thing it is i mean you've yeah. been to fest like it's just everywhere now which i yeah. will absolutely take credit for as at fest 13 i flew down with less clothes than i did bottles of malort uh, um, yeah so you're you're welcome for that gainesville uh, is, is is malort still special to you or is it now it's kind of like you're saying it's getting out there people know about it's, it it's special in the same way that like I mean, to go back to where we started on, like, sports and Chicago sports. Mm. Like, I was going to uh, Blackhawks hockey games when they were just fucking terrible. Yeah. And was a fan, and it was great, and I loved it. And it was, like, this weird little tribe of metalheads and geeks that loved hockey in a city where no one gave a shit about it. Yeah. And then they started winning, and then they started, they started selling winning, out. Yeah. And then Fallout Boy is doing their championship songs <laughs> for them and all this other shit. And so it's kind of in that same way. It's just like, oh, like our little our little weirdo circle has grown up and it's everywhere now. And like, that's cool because mm. you want to you want to see the things you like succeed. Yeah. Yeah. That's one cool thing about Chicago people, for sure, that, you know, if you meet somebody from Chicago, they're usually ride hard for Chicago. Chicago is violently, aggressively pro Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, was there ever a time in your life where you're like, I don't know, Chicago's? I don't know if Chicago's the spot. Did you ever have any doubt? N nothing, nothing so far. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's it's as a as a business owner, it's in a weird place because Chicago's not terribly kind to small business or independent business, mm. uh, just the way it's set up. So, I mean, we'll we'll see how that goes in the future. Um, yeah. but I mean, I fucking ride or die Chicago forever. It's, Damn. it's a wonderful city. Like you, it's hard to get food, culture, entertainment, uh, community, all these things. And like to be in a major city, like a top five in the U S population city. And I run a dumb small batch hot sauce company. <laughs> and I can afford an apartment. Uh, I could never hey. do this in New York, san francisco houston yeah. seattle any of that shit so chicago is very special for that i think it's because the winter just scares everyone away and toughens us up a little bit Bam. as i say is it's seven degrees outside right now yeah man. <laughs> it's you know growing up in the south we you know we would get snow like once every 10 years 
<clears throat> on yeah. the coast. And so I've got family in Boston. And so going to visit them like in the winter, like the first 10 minutes is cool of snow. Yeah. But then it's just like, oh shit, this is just water. And all my clothes yeah, are once wet. Snow, snow is great until it hits the ground. Uh, <laughs> and then it's a fucking problem. Yeah, man. I need that Edward Scissorhands, like a light dusting. And that's, yeah, exactly. that's it. Um, do you, to, sorry, this is kind of off topic, but on topic. Did, did Michael Jordan, was he hung over or did he have the flu? In that, in that, oh, he was fucking hung over. He was a party monster. Man. Yeah, he he was hung over, and he absolutely got pushed out of the NBA to silently punish him for his gambling thing. I'm a full believer in that. Do you think the NBA killed his dad? I think someone who just, he owed a bunch of I'm money to. Probably yeah, yeah. I'm being silly. I probably should be silly about if, that. Like, David, if David Stern put out a hit yeah. on Michael Jordan's dad, that'd be. That's you know Do what it. we. We haven't had like a, a not harmful conspiracy theory in a while, so I think that one's pretty benign. I think we should start that up. Yeah, man. I don't know. There's something like so he takes the year off from from basketball. He comes plays for the Birmingham Barons. What's going on? There's something to all this. There's yeah. We gotta I, figure there, it out. It's it was never there was something else there. There was for sure something else there. Yeah. So when, it was really cool. I didn't I didn't get to go to uh what's it now, Regions Field? Yeah, yeah. Uh yeah. down there. So I didn't get to go to the actual stadium he played at, but I went to a Barons game uh nice. in twenty nineteen and it was just like Michael Jordan played baseball for this team and it's so fucking it, cool. Yeah, dude, it's a sweet the the baseball stadium they have now, the the one that you went to is that's pretty sweet. Um It's really nice. I mean i I did a I don't know if you do you know Drew Brooks from oh, yeah. the Birmingham? Okay, hell yeah. So I went and flowed down and met up with Drew and we took a we did a little mini mini Bama weekender where we went uh, down like, to uh yeah. we went to Mobile and saw the Bay Bear Bay, Bay Bears, Bears play there. Yeah. And saw I actually got to throw out the first pitch at the Bay Bears game. Nice. Hell yeah. yeah. It's a I just Hank wrote him, I was stadium. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, with his boyhood home out there, and then we did right. uh, we did Montgomery, and then we did ended in Birmingham. Uh, and it was a fucking blast. Yeah, man, there's there's something uh, about minor league baseball, you know, it's a, a field of dreams type. I don't, maybe that's the wrong like acronym. Oh but no, it's I like, think you're, you're right not, on there. Uh, not acronym, but uh, whatever. Uh, yeah, these guys are making like I don't know, twenty grand. Dog shit. Yeah, Dog they're making shit. below minimum wage to like maybe two people out of 40 people who play for that team ever make it and make real yeah. money or do anything. I, as, as a DIY punk kid, there's a lot that I love about minor league baseball and minor league sports in general over pro level yeah. in general. Yeah. And like, um, I don't know. Are you into wrestling at all? Pro re pro wrestling, not this I amateur have, uh, college bullshit. I have started to get more into it. Um, like when I first started like getting around like the fest and the punk scene, yeah, it, like it weirded me. I was like, okay, like this thing's really cool. Then, but all you guys like wrestling, like, yeah, that's man. fucking lame. Uh, and then mm -hmm. I was shown the clip wrestling isn't wrestling, and started to watch it more and more with friends. And then like the rise of AEW has been so fucking cool to see. Um, yeah, 
because there's a lot of I mean, AEW has felt like I mean now they're the big leagues, uh, but I mean yeah they were like the minor leagues of WWE and it's just all these people doing crazy shit. Yeah, it's like I don't know the lifestyle between like an independent um, wrestler and like a punk rock band is like this the same thing where you're driving oh, yeah. hundreds of miles. You might hopefully you get like 50 bucks that'd be cool or you yeah. know whatever you know um yeah i don't know there's there's a lot of like cross-section between uh punk rock and wrestling and yes yeah this is oh, to turn I mean, into a, a, a fest podcast of like everything that's best <laughs> is punk rock yeah yeah i mean you know what there's there's the ties everywhere and that's why i mean there's there's a reason why wrestling and the the fest punk scene have been so intertwined. Yeah. Hmm. The um. Have you ever? Are there like um, soothsayer flavors that you couldn't perfect, and you're just like ah, it's um, chasing me, it's haunting me. So I can't. I think at this point, anything that I have put at least like an attempt or two in for trying to get there, I've been able to pull off. Um, mm -hmm. the, like the pizza flavored hot sauce that we have, which is an international award winner and one of our best sellers. The first version of that was the most inedible bullshit I've ever tasted in my life. <laughs> it was terrible. It was horrible. Um, so that one, that one took some time, but there's definitely some like styles and some ingredients that I've been holding off on mm. until like, I feel like I've been in a place where I have like the ability to do it right. Yeah. Um, I actually have, I'm, I'm talking to uh, a fellow up here in Chicago who does like food pop-ups and like menu collaborations to fund uh I think it's it's either I think it's I think it's MS um, research. Um, he's okay. just been doing crazy cool stuff. But he like we're well spoiler well for anyone who listens to this. Here's a free preview of what we have coming out this year. Exclusive. Uh, if I had a button. Yeah. There. Oh yeah. What options no, let's, exclusive? Yeah. Let's yeah. Let's get some drops going. Um, but we're working and we're gonna start working on a, a hot sauce that's uh, shishito pepper based. Uh, which, to my knowledge, doesn't exist, um, and that's something I had talked about with uh, with another group a few years ago, and they had floated that idea, and I was like, "Well, that's that sounds really cool, but there's it's just like this little bitter Japanese pepper that's hot every now and then, um, and so Is... that like I feel like I'm at the time now to be able to start to do that successfully." Is there? So I don't know about this pepper. Is there like a food that it's in or something like? It's it's I almost know? exclusively eaten on its own. Um, okay. You like you like put it in an oven or toss it on a grill and like just kind of blacken it and soften it up a little bit. Mm -hmm. And so usually like olive oil, salt, lemon juice. Okay. Um, it's it's a big like. If you if you went out to a craft brewery with a kitchen, 
if you went to three craft breweries, one of them has blistered shishito peppers on their appetizer menu. Okay. It's that kind of that kind of thing. Okay. Are you are you you know how like uh with those old like um Samuel Adams commercials, the guy had his hand like in barley and he's like Are you are you going to are you going to Japan and you got the shishito peppers and you're just I fucking yeah. wish, dude. I wish I wish I had enough money to do R and D trips to anywhere that's not the fucking Mercado down the street from me. <laughs> I'm I'm a buddy who runs like a coffee roasting thing, and like he was just in Colombia last week, like like visiting suppliers and sources. I'm like suppliers and sources. Yeah, in Colombia, right? Yeah, this, yeah. You better. This. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, my camera. The, the hyper zoom going, yeah. Boom. I didn't realize I've got like hand controls on. Hold on. Oh shit. Oh my god. Yeah, but I got this fancy camera. That's cool. Uh, so I like the little like dramatic, the dramatic close up. Like we're gonna hit to a, we're gonna hit to a plot point on an SVU episode. <laughs> Hold on. Oh my god, this is so embarrassing. <laughs> no, Let's you're doing here. great. I love it. I wish I had cameras that where I could control just waving my hands around. That's cool as shit. It's like uh, I I was trying to figure out a a way to make uh, I don't know this. Uh... Hold on, here we go. There we go. Okay. Oh, there's the train. There's the train whistle too. That's Birmingham South. Yeah, man. It's like a block away. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so. I think okay, you're good with your eyebrows now. <laughs> these are fake eyebrows. I had to draw. I've, it took me so long to get on. I was drawing these on. Um, but yeah, so your friend is running guns and other stuff out of Columbia. Yeah, no, that's, that's coffee shops. Of I've always felt that way. Ah, um, is there? Oh my god! Do you have like a a, a holy grail uh, hot sauce? I don't. I don't know if I have like a like for a flavor or for like a project. I don't know for like oh, a both. you say you got a collection. So like, what is there? Like, oh man. I don't think like so I know a a bunch of other companies uh to include that like Dave's company that uh I mentioned earlier they do these like yearly releases that they'll have in like hand glowing glass glass bottles and wax seal it or it'll be like a skull or some shit and they'll charge like $300 for 5 to 10 ounces of hot sauce yeah and it's it's insane it's like i mean it's up there with like rare beer collectors i mean it's really nothing different aside from like this one's gonna be spicy the other one gets you drunk uh (laughs) but the the ability to do something like that where i have like we made 50 bottles and they're wax dipped and i autographed them and whatever and to sell them for like to successfully sell them for more money than any bottle of hot sauce should be sold for. That's just like, that'd be a personal goal to be like, Oh, we're at the level of recognition. Now we're like serious hot sauce collectors are going to buy this like stupid limited product. Yeah. Um, 
which I, I do have an idea for that, which we're going to drop another exclusive right here. Uh, <laughs> I want to do it in a way to do everything I can to piss off the Catholic Church and uh, okay. to have to have gold, frankincense, and mirror in the hot sauce <laughs> and call it church burner. Okay, I like it. Yeah, <laughs> so it that's... Yeah, hey, man, you can do like a, a Norwegian black metal uh, a combination with, you know, against the Catholic Church. Oh, yeah, there you go. We got like Alcest or something in on it. Just no one, yeah. not, not Burzum, though. That dude's a fucking it's asshole. Too, yeah, we were yeah, talking Mark... about, you know, before the, we started recording, we were talking about, you know, people's personal lives and what they believe of the yeah, yeah. Mm, nah, I, I can't get behind most of it with with no. you know, any of it with those guys um, yeah no that's been i've first i've done shit to this point 20 at least 25 different collaboration projects yeah and i've been either through personal radar or dumb luck i i've not had any project i've done a comes out oh, to yeah. be associated with a canceled band uh okay. so i'll continue to stay the fuck away from that at all possible yeah yeah it's uh yeah it's um it's weird because yeah you don't know you don't you know you don't know the everybody's history or whatever yeah uh you just gotta trust people i guess yeah exactly and i mean what is like we've sorry go ahead no, you go ahead. I uh, say, like, yeah, now that we're, we've started working with bands that, like, we just, but when I started up, it was just, like, direct hit, like, I know Nick Woods, I know Devin, like, Steven, and fucking, yeah. all those, like, everyone involved in that, and Danny, I didn't want to forget Danny, he'd be really mad if I left him out. Um, but, like, now I just don't, I work with bands who I've maybe met one person in, or a couple of projects where I've just straight up never met anyone in that group before. Yeah. So just the, the hopeful expectations that everyone's a good person. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, yeah, you would, you would like to trust people <laughs> and hope. Yeah. You would think something so. weird. I mean, as, you know? as I, as I sit behind a record shelf that has like culture abuse and brand new and cheap girls and it's still like, God damn is is there a a Chicago big band you would want to work with? Ooh, who's? I mean, I've gotten to uh, I've gotten to do stuff with Typesetter, who I love dearly. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. great, great bunch of individuals. Calamasi, two former guests of the pod, and Sam oh, and John, friends of the pod. Yeah. Um, I think. The the Chicago list for me has gotten shorter and shorter. I think at this point, like the uh, a dream goal would be to do something with Fallout Boy because at the end of the day, I'm still a kid Fallout from Boy. 2003, seeing them Damn. in fucking churches and shit. Damn. Damn. It's a, yeah. Were you? Uh, did you grow up Catholic? No. Uh, okay. Methodist. Uh, okay. Bap- I think baptized Catholic. Um, my, both my parents had Catholic school forever upbringings. Um, Same. and I think the, the story behind our conversion to Methodism was that, uh, my mom went to the Catholic church out in the suburbs and the dude, like the 
priest, pastor, whoever they are, just spent the whole time talking about money and donations. And so That's she right, said, man. fuck that, and then went over to Methodist 10%. because, yeah. oh yeah, off 10% off the cuff, like, let alone whatever else we decide to guilt you into. Right. Um, so yeah, the apparently Methodism was the like, we're here and cool and here for the people. And like, I went to church through pretty much until I went to college not never like really in the believing side of it but methodists yeah. just go out and build houses for people and we had a lgbtq uh pastor in fucking That's 2006 cool. like well before any of this. so yeah. it's like all right cool like just they're they're here for they're here for people and i like that but i've never never been truly religious but vehemently anti-catholic I feel that man. Yeah, I, <laughs> same parents, uh, Catholic. They went to Catholic school, grew up, you know, uh, grew up Catholic and all that stuff. So, yeah, mm. I get it for oh, sure. You got you um, got that that guilt just settled right, right in the baby. chest. Yeah, right, baby. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Woo. Um. But yeah, it's it's funny talking to people and uh, you know like going to church shows or whatever was like, that's how I got into metal and metal core oh, yeah. and punk oh, and the, stuff like that. Especially like the metal and like the, the Southern Christian metal thing. Like, I mean, I've, before I was ever into punk, I was into like the chariot and Norma Jean and Maylene and Maylene, yeah. fucking Zao, like all these, under oath and life in your way and like so many i mean just Damn. pick a fucking furnace best lineup or like that Damn. also played cornerstone at one point cornerstone yeah, yeah, yeah that was uh that was my shit and it's it's wild how many bands like heavier bands i saw in a goddamn church yeah it's like going this is the this past furnace fest was the first one i'd ever been to i was too young for the first ones and then yeah, I was, yeah, I wasn't uh, around. I was in living in Mobile whenever they brought it back. Uh, mm -hmm. But yeah, it's just so bizarre being like an adult adult and like seeing, <laughs> I was seeing bleeding through. They weren't like Christian, but like that was like a high school band for me. And oh yeah, I mean they were they were deep in that whole scene. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's just, I don't know. It's it's cool because I'm not like, not like, I didn't like fanboy out or anything like that, but it's just like, whoa, this is just surreal <laughs> almost. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, I I had a probably the hardest, the, if, if not the hardest I've ever fanboyed out, the hardest I've fanboyed out in quite some time at Furnace Fest this year, uh, ran into... Uh, Dallas Taylor from Maylene Ooh. after their oh, yeah. set on Saturday night. Oh, and that's great. I was just, I mean, I loved their set. They did them dirty with the audio for the first few the songs. Mic. So yeah. hopefully they get some, uh, they get a redo on that one. But I saw them walking around and I was just like, end of the day, exhausted, decently drunk, and just gave him the biggest hug. And he gave me a huge hug. And hey, man. I definitely like, like, just like, kind of like, like quiet cried for like a minute and a half i was just like that was incredible that made my entire week yeah dude well it's and with him it's 
he should be dead, you know, for like yeah. from his accident, you know. Yeah, uh, not, not only should this for... band have never played again, he should not be alive right now. And we just got to right. see that again. And like, Damn. as as someone like I saw, I was at Maylene's first ever show in Chicago, probably their first like six shows in Chicago. Yeah. Um, and so I've loved that band for a long time. So to see that happen again was a, a real big fanboy moment for me. Yeah, it's a lot of like soft spots in my heart for uh at this last furnace fest um uh yeah i don't know it's so cool and seeing like comeback kid even though comeback kid's still putting out cool records and oh they're they're still, still doing it crushing it and those dudes are so fucking nice we uh yeah i met them they played uh earlier last summer at this uh fest in detroit called tie down that okay. they just had in this like big industrial warehouse and uh we went out and did sauce there we're gonna be back there again this year they're doing it was just one day all the way through they're doing two days this year but comeback kid was the uh kind of main main support to trash talk so okay. big big fucking band on the bill and afterwards, like Andrew was just sitting at their merch booth, like drinking a beer and smoking a joint, and just, just fucking dude. nicest dude, just the yeah. nicest fucking guy. Damn, yeah, it's yeah, it's I don't know. I've I, I get this weird like, man, I was like sixteen, seventeen, listening to y'all, and y'all are still fucking. Oh yeah, doing it. yeah. They like Damn. they closed with "Wake the Dead." And I was like, I've been listening to "Wake oh, the Dead" for longer than I. It's a perfect song. I've listened to that for at this point the majority of my life. Yeah, dude. I've that I've was... lived longer with that song than I have without it. Well, I have. We uh, uh the last yeah, the last fest or the fest before the first fest since the pandemic mm -hmm. they played and they played at um the whatever the shitty cowboy bar. The that shitty cowboy names. I was I was there the one day uh they changed his names every year. Right before then. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sick God. I was talking to somebody. I was like, "They need to change the Canadian national anthem to Wake the Dead." I. That's it. We'll we'll start we'll start a fucking. I don't know what. <laughs> you can't you can't me? do a change do do? a change dot a change dot org. That's just the U.S. Like a change dot ca. We'll change dot ca. We're fucking starting it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Justin yeah, Trudeau, listen to us. Yeah. You know. Ah, it's a uh, yeah. I don't know weird music is music is weird and cool and brings people together and people yeah, make hot sauce thrilled. companies and wow. <laughs> uh, sorry um no worries yeah what uh yeah so i don't know what's what's next for soothsayer i saw I, I saw your most recent post and you, you, you this is your full-time gig for two years now yeah yeah, I, um, uh, I quit my quit my day job. Uh, yeah, August twenty twenty one. Hell yeah! Um, so last year was the first year with Soothsayer full time. Uh, signed a lease, built out our own full time production kitchen. Uh, before we had always been jumping around from like we had a, a shared use kitchen that we were licensed out mm. of out in the suburbs of Chicago. And then did some stuff like off hours at friends' restaurants and stuff. So we're still in like, we've always been in a kind of like a controlled health inspected environment, but like yeah. skirted around some, uh, some bills and having to pay money by doing a weird off hour shit with friends. Uh, oh, yeah. Shout out to 
Shout out to Hash, R.I.P. and Dante's Pizza for uh, for letting us take their home for a little bit. Mm. Um, so yeah, last year was the first. Just, I mean, I, the biggest thing was all. My only goal for last year was to have our own production facility, and we crossed that off by January 2022. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> so, so is that? Sorry, go. On. Oh, say so I like last year. Everything else is just a bonus. So this this year is the first year where we have kind of like the full time and foresight to try to plan out a year. Yeah, uh, which I've been fairly lazy on so far. But uh, <laughs> I mean, also I I had four days off between Halloween and fucking Christmas Day. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> taking yeah. taking my time getting it back up. Uh, um. So do y'all like? At y'all's place, is it like, uh, uh, does it look like a brewery where there's just huge vats of stuff? Like, what, is, what no, does that look like? Not it. It I looks. Don't know how that works. It looks more like a fucking like glorified like home brewers setup. Okay. Um. So, I mean, is, there's there's people who have like I think like our next scale up if that were to ever happen would be kind of investing in more of those uh tanks and like kettle kind of things which uh yeah. i think the the official term for those are uh steam jacket kettles where it just like kind of cooks it's also, it's not like a st- strictly bottom heating source but more like all around mm-hmm. the entirety of the like fillable apparatus Damn. but right now i just use uh like big home brewers kettles Okay. Um, so I have some like 15 gallon and 20 gallon kettles that I put onto electric heating pads um, and heat from there. So bottom up Damn. Like, I, to do that, like I didn't have, I also realized when we got our own space, like I can't afford to buy and put in a stove and run gas and have a hood and fire protection. Whole, di- whole different ball game. Yeah. So, I mean, this, our whole kitchen setup is DIY shit. Uh, everything's, nice. everything's run electric. Um, yeah. and I mean, that gets us by because we, we don't do thousand bottle runs and we don't have our stuff in major grocery stores. And I don't, at this point, I Yet. really don't think I ever want to really uh, like, like, I don't want to be at like a Kroger or an Albertsons or a Piggly Wiggly. I'd be in a Bucky's cause Bucky's fucking rules. Uh, but that's really the only like Man. national company I think I'd really want to work with. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, I just, it's our our product isn't for everybody and I don't think that I want it to be. Hmm. I like that. That's uh yeah. Cause you know, you know, whenever a cool company, I'm putting that on your head, a cool company, uh, goes <laughs> from you. like, goes from like, you know, doing what you're doing. And then, you know, if, yeah, I think if you made a post and you're like, all right, we're going to be in Costco everywhere in the country then that would change like the well I, the feel. It's, it's it's funny that you say costco and i uh, got a kirkland's brand hoodie i got a kirkland oh, yeah. hoodie sitting right next to me i do love i love the shit out of costco hey Mostly don't get me hey this, yeah yeah don't get me wrong <laughs> i feel like our, our crowd would be okay with costco because the ceo said if you raise the price of the hot dogs i will literally fucking kill you i'll, I'll kill and you that's yeah and that's a statement that the diy community can get behind um <laughs> But yeah, no, I mean, our, I don't think, I don't think our audience that has been with us forever 
I think they would be very happy and excited for it. Like we have a very, very, very supportive. Uh, I don't want to use the term fan base because that makes me sound like I a get, jag I, off. But no, like, yeah. our, our, a lot of our top fans. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. A lot of people, it's like, because I've been so many people who are like main supporters have now just become friends because friends. Yeah. fucking awesome that they decided to choose to support this stupid spicy thing that I'm doing here. Uh, but also like, I don't, I didn't get into doing this and set up everything to then sit in an office or sit in buyers meetings or fucking put proposals together. Like I just want to make yeah. some product and sell it to people. And I mean, hopefully by the end of next year, I'll be able to exist, not dipping into savings. But if I don't fucking like, Oh, well, uh, yeah. I was able to do this on my terms and that's really what I'm here for. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's, uh, it's weird when, I don't know. I'm, how am I going to say this? It's, it's strange whenever like passion projects where you're able to like cover yourself and like, like you said, like live comfortably, you know, it's weird mm -hmm. when that goes from, but especially, I don't know, talking to somebody like you, I'm not, you know, I don't want to put you in a box. You know, Kyle. I get you put me in a box. I'm, I, I, I'm gonna put you in the pa I'm gonna put you in the passion box of, of being passionate. Um, I'll take that. But yeah, if it was like, all right, we're signing with you know, uh, Air Emirates, and we're gonna be on every hot the the hot sauce for Air Emirates or something weird, you know? Yeah. Just like yeah. this huge thing, like we're gonna be on every Delta plane now, you know? Yeah. Uh, oh, exactly. Just be like, that doesn't seem like a thing. Kyle would do. You yeah. Know? No, and it's uh what is it like when when against me signed a fucking what do they sign an interscope or something and everyone freaked the fuck out. Um which also mm. fair move. No no shade on doing that. Like you need to exist besides Maybe. being a an anarchist yeah. DIY fucking punk band. Like uh, people people need rent and houses. Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean like it's it's not that I'm I hope to the, I guess if I were to put like a a growth goal or like an ideal mm. growth trajectory on this is I would like to be the, the biggest soothsayer should ever get is I'm able to exist and I'm able to hire two or three friends full time and like provide that provide good pay and benefits and shit and we could just exist doing this and hang out. Damn. Damn. Like that's really nothing, nothing. Be There's no grander plan beyond that. And it's just like, I, I just want to do this and fucking hang out. Yeah. That's but cool. also if we got into Costco, that'd be like, I think I feel like Costco would my, be cool. Yeah. My Costco negotiation terms would just be, I will sell this like almost at a loss. As long as I can get a little card that gets me free hot dogs for the rest of my life. Ooh. I, I want mean, that Costco. Can... I want that Costco black card. Kyle, Kyle, we can shoot bigger, and I mean the the the, <laughs> the hot dogs are are two dollars or whatever, a dollar fifty, and it comes I with a free you're, Pepsi you're also, fountain drink. You're underestimating how many hot dogs I could eat in a year. I think I would get the benefit of that relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, from, I'm, a, I'm a fat dude from Chicago. We can fucking put some dogs away. Does ketchup be, uh, belong on hot dogs? No. Nope. Absolutely Good not. Answer. That's, that's, that's that's the correct answer. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's I. There's a 
there's a spot between one of my main uh, produce, uh, I would say produce suppliers, which is a fucking grocery store. Um, <laughs> because I, like to, I don't want to get shit from like U.S. foods. I don't want to get something from Cisco. Oh, Cisco. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I want to go to the Mercado down the street where like I know the dudes who work in the produce department. They give me a yeah, box man. of peppers. Um, you got the peppers, so get... you got them in your hand, and you're putting them. Yeah. Yep, just just ruffles at a time like a yep. fucking cup of Folgers. Um, there's a <laughs> there's a spot that uh, that's on between one of my main stores I get stuff from and our kitchen that is like they don't keep ketchup in the building. No ketchup don't, on premises. Don't need it. No, you want to dip your it. fries in ketchup? You fucking go home and do that. You're not getting. <laughs> Do that. Don't let anybody else see this. You yeah, go to your house. Your own home. <laughs> don't even if you got kids. If you got kids, put them to sleep. Don't. Yeah. You don't want them to the, see this. You know the the fucking don't ask, don't tell policy of ketchup, um, <laughs> which is ridiculous, but also like I love like it. You're, it's you're it's really a thing now. Yeah. To the pure Chicago roots of this. Um. So yeah, actually, one of one of my goals overall, I would love to. I'd love to open up a hot dog stand. I would. Like one of the uh, ideas I had years ago, which I think someone's probably done at this point because money and uh, time to do so, but to do like a hot dog stand where it's like you can get everything up on that menu, you can also then get vegetarian or vegan. Mm, so I just want like a yeah. like a classic hot dog stand where you can just go up, but like you don't have to worry about being like the vegan in the crowd where it's like, well, I guess I'm going to eat French fries for lunch again. Yeah, potatoes. Again. But even if that were the case, like I would not allow ketchup in my establishment. No, of course. I'd have to. No, uh, I'd have to go hardline. <laughs> uh, I love it. Is I I had one question about the production. Do you guys wear like hazmat suits? Do you guys ever like start crying? What's, what's the deal? No. Uh, so at this point, I mean. I I just have a fucking tolerance for it. You're built now. Um, yeah, okay, built different. I'm. I mean, like, we uh, also, now that we're in our own space, like, we have high ceilings, we have a whole wall of windows, we have an event fan. Mm. So, like, we're pretty set right now, but I, I think that we're doing all right. I don't notice anything. Then I hear people walk past our door because, like, our, our building's not only food processing. There's, like, there's screen printers and people who do candies tax, and soaps taxes. and all yeah. these other things. And there's literally a tax firm. There's a shipping logistics <laughs> company yeah. and I'll hear people walk by our space and like start sneezing and coughing. And it's just like, Oh, this is a thing for people still just not, not for us. Um, yeah. But when we, when I go to like blend our products, so we have these big brewers tanks and I have this industrial uh, immersion, like hand blender. That's more, it's like the size of a weed whacker. Uh, it's, it's fucking huge. So when that happens, like I'll generally like, toss on like a pair of like safety goggles or something because uh, yeah. i have gotten it in my eye before and it is not fun Ugh. well i mean for some of the hotter stuff we do like we're not doing for like edible purposes nothing aggressively spicy but right. based on the vinegar and the capsaicin and all these things like like the uh the emo hot one sauce that i had down at furnace fest this year that we did with uh the intuit over it crew uh, from Chicago, yeah. like that is, if you get that on your eye, it's functionally pepper spray. <laughs> so that's happened a couple times. Like ah. I've, I've, I've luckily avoided the like 
touch hot peppers and then go to the bathroom issue, which is go to the, or, a very or just rub your eyes. Yeah, 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 which is a very real threat to my existence at almost all time. Damn. Um, so none of nothing like that, but we don't. Um, we haven't had, we don't really use like mask or ventilator equipment or anything like that. But I mean, we have yeah. like the usual help. We have gloves and hats on for sanitary purposes, but no like protective wear, I would mm-hmm. say. Yeah. The, uh, cause I remember, I forgot when this happened. It happened a couple of years ago at the Sriracha factory, like neighbors were yeah. being like, okay, this I can't like walk past the, the factory with, without yeah. like crying. Oh, I could see that. I mean, if you're doing, like, the volume that gets sriracha in every fucking grocery store in the country, like, that's that's a whole different ballgame. Damn. The, uh, well, that's one yeah, of those, the... like, I wondered, I wondered, though, how many of those people moved into that neighborhood after, or, like, they moved into the neighborhood with the sriracha factory already there. And then mm. started complaining, like the people Ooh. who move next door to a music venue or a bar, and then they're just like, "It's too loud." It's just like, too "Well, this was loud. fucking here before you were." Right. It's just too like you knew, you knew what the you know what the deal is. You know what the fucking agreement was. Hmm. Mm. Which I think that that finally, I think it was more of a pepper shortage that caused the like sriracha supply chain issue last year that people freaked out about um, did, uh, did y'all have a pepper shortage whenever you were during during the pandemic did you have any uh, pandemic uh, supply chain effects oh yeah we had so many yeah. fucking issues like i couldn't i couldn't find bottles for a long time um certain peppers i yeah. wasn't able to get i was on wait list for other peppers um but i mean it's DIY or die, baby. Like, you just fucking figure it out. Figure um, it out. Because, like, yeah, so I had another company from here I talked to, like, we haven't been able to get bottles for, like, seven months. I was like, yeah, my normal suppliers were out, but then I just called people all day until I found someone who had some. Um, so the whole – and, I mean, when we were setting up our kitchen, like, the uh, electric oven, the big electric heating pads, like, those are all – huge supply chain issues um i placed orders on a monday for our three major equipment pieces for production Mm -hmm. and i got an email on friday afternoon that same week and both companies said uh hey so your product's on back order until june and this was late january last year i was like well i can't just not make money until june right um so it's the same thing i just like that next i Put it, put my phone away. Opened up a bottle of bourbon and said, "You know what? This is a fucking Monday problem." And then on Monday, I go. sat down and I called customer support lines for any place I could see that possibly carried these products. And by Monday evening, I had the things I needed. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> Has that eased off now? It's is it better? I guess a little bit. It's better. Uh, I mean, in the sense that, like, I found more consistent suppliers on, like, things like glass mm. bottles or, like, Damn. lids or the shrink wrap or things like that. <sighs> but, I mean, the grocery store inflation and the prices on produce and raw ingredients, like, we're absolutely getting affected by that. Um, so, I've 
went to the store today just to get groceries for the house here and it was more back to normal but like last last sunday prices of habanero peppers were at 7.99 a pound bell peppers were at 3.99 a pound i go back in a day and they're back to like buck 49 for bell peppers 4.99 for habaneros which i think like there's there's holiday inflation that goes into it and i think like that not not to get too conspiratorial. Well, not it's not even a fucking. Hey conspiracy. man, this, this is the it's, place. Oh, we already it. talked about but conspiracies. I mean, the, yeah, the whole inflation thing is fucking horseshit. I mean, it's yeah, it's really it's, just like I mean, there's a reason why gas is higher than ever, and oil companies are making more money than they ever have, and yeah. grocery grocery suppliers and food suppliers are charging more, but they're making record profits. I mean, it just. It's there. It's how long can they get away with increasing prices before people yeah. say fucking enough is enough? And yeah. unfortunately, based in the system that we have right now, like no one's going to say like, well, you know what? We're just not going to buy eggs for a month. Eat shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. So like it's it's just kind of a thing. And so I just try to as as someone who has a fairly thin profit margin because we want to make sure our stuff is affordable. I just right. have to get creative on making sure that, like, I schedule production when I see that things are cheap. Like, I, mm. I had a plan for what I was going to do this week, and all that went to shit when I saw that some of my key ingredients were half the price that they were last week. Damn. Um, so you're, so, so you're what? Are, are there like websites that you're watching as like a like a ticker, like a? Uh... No, it's it's literally just me going into fucking like Mercados and grocery stores. Oh, okay. Um, and I have like I've I've made friends with a bunch of the dudes in the produce departments of the places I go to. Um, Insider info, and they'll on. they'll give me a heads up. Like I mean, mm. last year we had we had probably like a month where habanero peppers were dollar fifty a pound, which is, is that less good? than Bad? half. Incredible. Okay. Like when I when I first started doing Susayer, consistently habaneros. Uh, this is twenty fifteen twenty sixteen. Habanero is around three ninety nine a pound was the average. Um, Damn. That's okay. great pricing nowadays. Like usually now it's like four ninety nine, five ninety nine a pound. Okay. Um, but they had, they're like we're about to come into like a lot of habanero peppers, and they gave me the heads up, and I just like paused all of those projects and waited, and then during the two or three weeks when they had them, like made six months worth of product off of all of that. And that yeah. helps. Um, so, I love... but I mean, like, sorry, gone. <laughs> oh, so like, it's it's hard to feel like if you have a restaurant and you need to be putting something on the menu every week, right. like you're fucked. You're just gonna have to deal with it. Um, right. But I mean, the old, it's just uh, the the old Chicago. You you make friends. You got a guy. You have a guy for everything. That's mm, yeah. as, as Chicago is not putting ketchup on your fucking hot dog. Is like I have a guy for about whatever. Um, so I got mm -hmm. my pepper guys. Uh, <laughs> I, got my yeah, pepper, they... <laughs> I got my glass bottle guys. I got my tiny, tiny cap guys. Yeah, yep. yeah. <laughs> I feel you. I love it. No, it's it was funny because like, <laughs> sorry, I was I was laughing because I was like, shit, we're getting into like uh, Michael Kramer, like Dave Ramsey level of like, <laughs> you know, bell, pe bell peppers are at an all time low. You buy right now. Oh yeah, you gotta buy. Yeah, just it's mad money, but with peppers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, market sipping. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye, um, bye, bye, bye. Beep, 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 oh beep, no! Beep. I mean, if they 
if that if I see a dollar fifty fucking habanero again, I am I'm making a year's worth of products on those. Uh, just because I mean, yeah, that's that's how I'm able to uh, pay my fucking rent. <laughs> would you? Would you? Would you, you, get, you ever want a lot more creative when it's how it's how you survive? <laughs> oh yeah, man. Yeah, dude. That was when whenever you're talking about like the electric uh, stoves that y'all use. I was thinking like, oh man, yeah, this is like jail prison shit where you know i'm uh, on my like instagram feed there's a lot of i don't know i'm into i like jail stuff and prison prisons or just like people who are you know watching shows, yeah all that stuff See, don't like jails yeah don't like prison yeah. don't get me wrong of course prison, i never i never prison, assumed prison, that's what you said <laughs> yeah prison complex terrible they're making money off these poor people putting them in prison forever anyways uh but yeah just being like yeah we're gonna crush up some cheetos and we're gonna use this 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 hot plate and we're going to do yep. this thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. I no, it. I've, I literally, I watched, uh, I watched the fucking YouTube. It was either an Instagram reel or one of the YouTube shorts that was this year's like, like, Hey Bunky, you want to make some prison? Like you want to make some wine? Yeah. And that's like, that's oh, yeah, what I'm talking say, about. That's what I'm yeah, talking that about. That dude, yeah. that dude fucking rules. I like, he has such interesting videos. And Man. Yeah. So when he like came out of the other side of that complex, I'm like, here, we're going to give you a taste of like the, and here's the stuff that we really want to know. Um, yeah that, what do you yeah, eat no, good yeah good good for him like he's he's fucking he's made it yeah but yeah, yeah it's, it's it's a lot of that just like you just you just work with what you have access to and kind of figure it out what what is one of the what is one of the biggest uh like aha moments you've had i guess with with uh worrying about supply and and that sort of thing um I think probably the the biggest like aha moment that I realized it was during the pandemic that I realized I can like I don't want to ask another hot sauce company like how where they get their stuff from or how mm, they do their things really? like okay. people people ask me and I'm happy to share it like there were literally there were literally two hot sauce companies that i was yeah. gifted products from through good friends shout out to luke and mike uh who i met him at furnace fest last year and i just whatever they wanted to ask or furnace fest 2021 the first one and they came by like i'm really interested in this like i was like yo hit, like we'll talk right now i'll tell you whatever i know yeah um and shared it and now they have their own companies um yeah. and so like i'm happy to share that i don't it's the dumb Midwest pride in me that keeps me from asking and bothering other people about that. But I realized mm. that I could talk to people in like ancillary or like secondary things. Like I, my bottle supplier now I've got through asking a woman in Chicago who makes uh, like soda syrups and like drink okay. syrups. And okay. they use the same product. And I was like, oh, like, I should hit up Joe Snow about this. Or actually, one yeah, of my yeah. buddies I share a kitchen with um, put me onto them. And it's just like, oh, shit, like, I don't need to – I don't need to approach someone like I'm coming for their market, yeah, yeah. their bread and butter, their paycheck. And I could just be like, all right, like, we could work together on this. And, like, yeah. I, yeah, so that, that was the biggest thing of, like, broadening – the spectrum on like who I was considering as like peers 
and that kind of thing. Um, uh, which which yeah. helps. Like I mean, it was I my kettle setup that I have now is because I talked to a buddy about homebrewing. I was like, well, what do you what do you cook this in? Like, how do you bottle this? And he sent yeah. me a link to it, and I was just like, oh fuck, that could work for me. Yeah, it's um, it's interesting because it's like it's similar or i don't know i've felt the same way with like giving contacts for like band stuff of like mm -hmm. if whatever do something cool and then somebody who i don't really like talk to hits me up like oh how'd you get on this cool thing it, yeah you, you know you want to uh, to me i'm a nice guy D whatever anybody says i'm a nice guy kyle I've never yeah, heard anything but, negative. But no, it's like, well, because I don't know. Maybe it's a, a thing in me where it's like, well, I figured it out on my own. Like, why can't you figure it out on your own? Oh, yeah. To hit up hit up this person or that person or what, whatever. But it's, it, but it's also, I'm very like the same where I'm like, I don't want any help. Like, I'm not asking yeah. whoever for this thing. You know, I can figure it out on my own. Damn it. Exactly. Yeah. Just, just stubborn, stubborn in that regard. I mean, there's some, there's some things that like, there's some things that I straight up won't tell people. Like it's very, there's very few. Um, off pod, you'll tell me though. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'll tell you. Yeah. Off pod. off pod. And also like, if you smash that like and subscribe button, we might tell you too. smash uh, that <laughs> MF like button. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there's other things too. Like, I mean, there's people around the city here, like, who like locally have asked me about hot sauce stuff and whatever. Like I'm happy to tell someone something because also like yeah. for, for my point of pride and saying like that, I'm just going to go figure this out. It's also a point of pride of like, I can tell you this is the equipment I've gotten. This is maybe how I've done something, but I'm still going to fucking do it better than you. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah. I feel that. Yeah. I can, yeah, yeah I can tell, I can tell you all the gear I use, but like, Yeah. Oh yeah, no. I mean, it ain't the can, same, man. You can go and going back to former former friend of the, or friend of the pod, former guest Sam Porter. Former like, friend, you, former friend of the pod. Former Sam friend of the pod. We're, yeah, we're getting friend, no longer friend. Kelly Mossy, dead Kelly to me. Mossy out. Yeah, that's canon now. Um, yeah, you could you could get Sam's fucking pedal board set up. You can buy his fucking guitar, but there's no goddamn Tone. way you're gonna fucking do it as well. Tones in the fingers, brother. Yep. Tones oh. in the hand. That um, that gentle, sweet, handsome, talented son God. of a bitch. <laughs> They're great. Yeah, it was God. Uh, yeah, I've been lucky with this podcast because it started out as like a um like a COVID. Like I'm kind of bored and I want to talk to people, you know, who I admire or like I think their music or whatever their work in whatever field is cool. Mm -hmm. It's I've uh, been lucky to talk to a bunch of cool people and Sam and um, Sam is one of them. And, uh, you know, John, uh, John too. Yeah. yeah. He's he, John's all right. Yeah. But I don't, <laughs> they put out, I don't know if you watched it, but they put out that documentary about them touring. Oh, in Europe. Europe. Yeah. Oh, of course. God, it was so, it was just so well done. I was just like, God, I had to message both of them. I was like, God, it's just like, it wasn't like uh, I felt the need, like, oh, these are my these are my buddies now, and so I had to be like, oh, this was good. But it was mm -hmm. like, oh man, this is actually fucking good. Like it was this well shot, legitimately fucking good. 
and there's like an actual like story line to the mm. all four parts and it's like there's a there's a, a crescendo and a rising you know action of like fuck we might have to go back you know i'm not i don't want to spoil anything for anybody oh yeah no if, if you're listening and haven't watched it absolutely watch it i mean and they put it out in four parts and they like they it was a they put it together a an actual fucking documentary just on their own like and all their videos like the animation stuff that like i know like john and like former member anthony did a lot of work on and it's just like oh they just like figured out how to do this and that's that's fucking yeah. incredible and that's like i look up to and like pull from people like that who are just like we're like i've listened to uh i was listening to the episode where you interviewed sam yesterday just yeah. kind of getting ready for nice. everything oh, and yeah. just hearing like him talk about like the questions you had around like how do you grapple with like content and tiktok as a musician like and yeah to hear all that and to hear sam say like oh like well that's just not really how we operate like we don't just it doesn't yeah. make sense for us and like oh well tiktok doesn't make sense for us so we're gonna put out a four part four part hour long fucking documentary uh, well yeah <laughs> yeah short yeah short short form media does not work for Cali Masi. So we're doing, yeah, a two yeah. hour, uh, what I think every piece is like 30 minutes ish. You yeah. Know? Uh, but yeah, it's Which is crazy. It is great. And like, I, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like not even being buddies or knowing them or whatever, you, it's still worth a watch. Like, Oh, absolutely. I mean, for, you can never get a better look at like what, like you see bands like, Kalamasi or like I mean they're they're one of the few bands like in, even in Chicago like major city tons and tons of bands floating around very few people get to go to Europe like they did and you look yeah, at someone who goes sure. to Europe and like you see like oh Kalamasi's going to Europe like fuck yeah that's awesome it's like no this is a struggle um, yeah through and through yeah. and you're just oh yeah, every dude. day you're figuring it the fuck out and dude, it's such a great is, yeah. glimpse into that yeah, this is not Lady Gaga going to play, you know, yeah. whatever uh, soccer stadiums in in Europe. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're if you're listening and your DIY punk band has dreams of traveling overseas to play fucking slam dunk or whatever, uh, take a look at that before you start booking tickets. That's great. Yeah. Um. Man, this has been good. We damn, we've been doing this for a, a while, a little over an hour. Uh, Hell yeah! No, this has been great. I, yeah. Thanks. I, uh, thanks so much for having me. Yeah, I I came up with a thing, a, a a thing I need to um, I've never done this before. Let me see, let me see if I can share. So I'm going to, uh, I've got some. Don't look, but I've got some. Uh, I've got some ideas for some collabs. You know, uh, over the over this past year, there's been a, a lot of uh, celebrity death. So I was thinking of like a commemorative, um, <laughs> commemorative, uh, soothsayer. Uh, so here we, so here we got, uh, of course we got, uh, comedian Gallagher. R.I.P. Gallagher. Um, <laughs> and, and you don't have to, you know, this is just two businessmen at a business meeting, me and you talking right now, you don't have to say at the end, after I show you all the, the ones that I came up with, I want you to pick. Should, you don't have to say right now. Should I, 
should I be? Do you want me to? Do you want me to narrate what I'm seeing on my perspective? Yes. So far? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Comment. So we got, we got a, we got a picture of Gall Gallagher hovering above his bottle of hot sauce, like he's right. Well, he's looking dead. down, yeah, yeah. looking down from the the heavens that he's surely in, uh, because you don't go to hell for smashing watermelons. Uh, with a picture mm -hmm. of young Gallagher on the bottle with that glorious fucking flowing mane topped with the, uh, is that, would you call that like a newspaper boy fedora? hat? Is or that not a fedora? fedora but yeah, or no, old Gallagher's got a, new, a fedora on. Newsy, it's a newsy hat for it's the a newsy young hat, Gallagher. But with that mustache, sure. like look at, look at that side-eyed fucking grin. He's like. got, he's something going on. Yeah, he's, he's going to, he's working, gonna, he's working a deal. He's going to smash more than a fucking watermelon tonight, that's for sure. You know, <laughs> uh, um, do you know about Gallagher? Do you, how, how much do you know about Gallagher? I, I know of Gallagher from uh, tight flared pants in the 80s, smashing produce on stage. Uh, and that's pretty much the beginning and end of, uh, an end of it for me. So there was like a professional wrestling type uh angle to gallagher in the 90s where he had a brother who said he was gallagher and he dressed up like young gallagher and he performed oh so shit. there's two two gallaghers going around competing uh, gallaghers blood related by blood um they looked similar uh one of them was bald and wore a wig like that hell yeah i'm here for that I'm gonna. I can't um, wait to fall down that YouTube rabbit hole later of the Gallagher's. Man, there are, yeah, there there are enough YouTube videos. Uh, this be and apparently he was a real, you know, no offense to any uh, Gallagher stands or fans that are listening or watching, um, but yeah, apparently he was a real jerk. Uh, the main Gallagher so, or the or the secondary Gallagher. I think the main who was one. A, who was a jerk? Oh, that sucks. Yeah. That's, luckily, we can't meet our heroes on this one. Well, yeah, that's what that was my thing. I wanted to. Um, I tried to pick. You know, um, there were a lot of people who passed away. That uh, famous people that passed away in 2022, um, and so I tried to try to pick some that were um, like, you know, he's he's quirky. You're smashing yeah. watermelons. If you're, oh, yeah. you know, it's like, it's like the, the light, the light guar show, you know, yes. it's guar, guar for, if you have a white picket fence and a 401k. I don't think he was spraying fake semen onto like the, the, the front of the crowd, like guar. Um, the, is there like a, a, a taste or like a, a, a pepper you think, um, Ooh, for Gallagher, Gallagher would, for Gallagher? I I can't think of a particular pepper, but obviously the hot sauce would have to be watermelon flavored, like without without question. Which I don't. Yes. You know what? Actually, now that you mention that, like I don't know if that exists, and so that's what I was. Yeah, I looked maybe it up. maybe um, Soothsayer twenty twenty three. We're busting out some fucking watermelons in here. I'm cutting. I'm cutting this whole bit from from the final episode because oh no you could leave leave it in there if you want to if you want to try to make a it's like we said earlier you could if you can come for the fucking crown but you better come correct yeah oh shit try okay. try to make a watermelon hot sauce i'll make a better one 
Do you got a watermelon? Do you got a watermelon guy up there? Oh, the same. My pepper guys are watermelon guys. Yeah. It's all seeds and yeah, yeah. I get you. Okay. Yep. So this one. So don't answer yet. All right. Got it. Uh, Gallagher. The next one. Somebody passed away in 2022. Uh, uh, we talked about <laughs> Catholicism earlier. Uh, you know, not just by the grace of God. You know, we talked about Catholicism oh, earlier. Uh, and so we've got uh, Pope. Uh, Is that Benedict the the Nazi Benedict Pope? the six the sixteenth? Yeah, he was a Hitler youth. Uh, which yeah. who who wasn't at the time? You know, at the, yeah, it, was, uh, it was all the fashion at the time. Uh, so we got this guy, and I kept the "you'll smash your ass" because I, I I made That's, the Gallagher one first. Church, yeah, I made the Gallagher one first, and I was just like, eh, it still fits. It's good." I mean, when you uh, when you don't have to have an edit point, it's always great to just roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that rules. That's <laughs> yeah. that's a, a good one. Yeah, this is just yeah, those, this was... the the fucking liver spots. So I think with with the Pope, I think yeah, I think we'd. Would that be our first non-vegan product? Then we'd have to put liver in there. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, man. He was, you know. Uh, I think I went to Catholic high school. We, I talked uh, uh, friend of the pod, Nick Nick Wood. Mm-hmm. Uh, I talked talked to him. Uh, he went to Catholic high school as well. We talked about this. Um, but yeah, I think. Whenever he got appointed Pope, I was in Catholic high school and it was like a fucking thing. Whereas like yeah. we're watching, oh, sure. we're watching every day. We're looking because, uh, uh, oh, Pope, um, Pope watch, Pope watch 20, Pope watch, Pope watch 20, what? 20, 2004, 2005, 2006. Yeah. Something like that. Just uh, waiting for that white just, smoke, baby. Yeah, man. Out of the Vatican. If it's white, they got a new guy. If it's black. We we gotta go back to the drawing boards. Send it back. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Fucking, I I appreciate that they were. He was the only pope that just gave up on the job. He said, "I'm not going to do this anymore." And they're just like, "Yeah, I think that's for the best for all of us. We'll let you do that." Uh, I've, I've got. I've only. He he was self aware. He's like, "I got a couple years left." Oh yeah, I got it. Yeah. I mean, you got to uh, ride the first person ever to take part of the Vatican pension fund. Like he was just living like fucking king <laughs> on the retirement plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's great when no uh, other God. person's ever taken advantage of that. Damn. Uh, okay, we, we I, I only did three because. All right, let's see. Let's we, see. We, we, only got, we only got so much time. There we go. Yeah, of course, this is more. Yeah. <laughs> this oh, is that... more. Just tastes like imperialism. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Colon- yeah, man, colonialism. Somebody's getting taken over. Oh yeah. Well, I, I guess if I just you're... No, I just noticed this brooch. Uh, I didn't know that's a hell of a brooch, dude. I I like that fucking bling. It's imperial. I'd um, wear. I'd wear that. Have Have you? I guess I don't know. Um, being in like the punk rock world, have you? You've probably met a lot of like European English people. Yeah. coming through and like at fest and stuff ha- have they been like oh good heavens this is this is too this is too spicy or whatever uh, are they some some yes yeah. yeah uh no i mean it's like 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 i said in earlier on like there's there's definitely 
there's there's parts of the world that are more culturally accepting of spicy food and spicy products and uh the british are not one of them i would say i have some very very good friends that we met at uh i think this would have been fast 15 um from germany that are lovely people that i think have tried one of my hot sauces because they <laughs> just don't do it it just doesn't yeah. it's not out there uh I'd say for for the British crowd, um, a little bit more into the spice category, but I mean in the UK there's so many uh so many like Indian and Pakistani restaurants mm, and they yeah. have like like curry's such a big thing in yeah, now true. like the there's, British food yeah. tradition that that's helped out. But I mean, even then, like I mean, you're not going into like a curry shop in London and getting like a knock your knock your socks off heat level right uh also also shout out to uh shout out to my boy rich who spent like three months traveling around the u.s around the fall and everything he came out to my pop punk pizza party show he's down at fest he's uh yeah true gentle gentleman and a scholar in the true british of fashion um but yeah no rich can hang uh (laughs) but yeah no the Europe, Europe in general, like I had someone, someone at Fest is like, oh, like, would you ship to, do you ship to Europe? And I was just like, well, I I don't because it's kind of a pain in the ass, but also because no one would really order. Like, right. I'll, I'll send out something every now and then, but like, yeah. Yeah, man. UK, yeah. UK and Germany aren't clamoring over spice. Yeah, man. No. Uh, yeah. They've been around longer than the US. So it's like, you got, and yeah. Uh, yeah, you guys like, like, especially in Britain, like you, you invented, well, invented, I mean, forced. You stole it from trade. India. Yeah. Yeah. You stole uh, all this shit from India, but you still can't figure out how to flavor your own fucking food. But yeah, you like, I don't know, you can get, you can go to like Nando's chicken and get some hot food, hot chicken in, in England, or at least. Oh, cheeky, you know, cheeky um, Nando's. Cheeky Nando's. Uh, they got, they got the Perry Perry. Yeah. Perry Perry. Yeah. Um, and like. <sighs> Uh, McDonald. Whenever we were over there in 2019, McDonald's was doing this. Like, uh, we got the uh, we got the American Burger series. We got the Memphis Burger. We got the Atlanta Burger. Ooh. We got the all, right, all these Memphis- different burgers. While and, right. uh, while we're going here, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to like, look this up because I'd like to do a quick quick critique on. Uh... Oh no, it was crazy because the commercials were like. We got this Memphis burger, and it was like, I've been to Memphis, and I've the scenes that you are showing are not Memphis. No, I mean also if if you've been to Memphis, uh, most of most of what Memphis is could not be shown on television in the UK. Yeah. Memphis fucking rules. Oh, here we go. Wow, right, I Love think I, yeah. I think I found them. Uh, oh my God, this is on the. Bun is so weird. The buns, yeah, the buns, it was terrible. Like, it didn't taste like anything I had eaten before in America. It looks like the bun looks like a pull apart bread that someone would make from TikTok and bring to a holiday party. Yeah. Oh, there was a yeah, Chicago burger. Yeah, there it was, was a all like the Chicago big... Supreme. 
Uh, do they have, beef patties, do they have ketchup bacon. on it? So, all right, to to their, you know what? I bet I bet that this was just no. I don't. I'm not giving you access to my cookies. Reject all. Um, the Chicago burger, beef patty, bacon, cheese, onion, tomato salsa. No. I bet it was just ketchup, but they called it. You know what? I'll yeah. give them props for for skirting the uh, cultural rules there. The ketchup, yeah. I mean, you can ketchup can be a tomato salsa if you really want it to be. Got tomato sauce. Uh, uh, holy shit! This is why I can't. All right, I'll I'll dive into this more sorry. later. I know we got to finish up, but holy Kyle, shit, we're I, doing. I, we I are on that. a podcast right now. Yeah, sorry. I, I, fell, I fell down a rabbit hole. I need to figure out more about that, but that's for another time. I'm just, uh, uh, we're on a podcast. Is, yeah. we, have, we have a Gallagher this sauce. Is... We got a Pope sauce. We got a Queen sauce to talk about. We, you know, we've, we've only got, this is like, you know, Fox, you know, local channels or whatever, your local news. <laughs> we've got so much time. No, uh, what do you think? You know, you don't have to, like, you don't have to pick. I'm I'm trying to think, like, who is putting butts in seats? Who is buying sauce? You don't have to align, well, I think, you know, politically with anybody. I would say, I would say Gallagher would be the most likely between mm. Gallagher, the former Pope, and the former Queen. So we're just gonna, we're just gonna put this out there. British people don't know how to fucking season food. It's just a thing. It's just not out there. <laughs> They're not. I mean, I Nando's. I didn't say it. You didn't say didn't it. I'll say, say it. it. Yeah, that's that's I'll a Suisseur exclusive. Yeah, Britain doesn't know how to season fucking food. So, yeah, I think I think the Queen's out. Uh, the Queen would probably be the best seller, but I don't think that their audience like, would like be as appreciative. Do you the think? Pope, do you think? Do you think the Queen sauce would be like a? Princess Di, uh, Beanie the Baby. Princess Di Beanie Baby. Yeah. Ooh, I do. I like that though. Like, make Kyle, it purple, like a... the Princess Di Beanie Baby. Kyle, are you trying to <laughs> be a millionaire? Are you? Are you that's trying how to be I a... sell out. I'm not selling out to. I'm not selling out to Kroger Albertsons, but I'll, I'll fucking sell out to make <laughs> a, a queen family? hot sauce, a royal family fucking hot sauce. Yeah, let's go. Ah, um, okay. Yeah, I'm I mean, for also. You, Kyle. I, yeah, I appreciate that, buddy. Uh, so yeah, I think I think the queen would be the queen would make the most money, but probably also get the least amount of use for the product. Mm, um, well, so oh, we got we got baked beans. We got beans. It would have got, to or not the, even the, baked beans. Yeah, the sauce it's would just, just be would be stewed tomatoes and beans in a bottle. That's all it would fucking be. Um. <laughs> Dude, I got lied to about a full English. Everybody yeah. was like, "Oh, you got to get a full English breakfast." And I got it, and I was like, "This tastes like fucking dog food." Like, what are we doing? Well, I mean, and it's no, it's no offense case. to any English people that are listening. No offense to anybody. Yeah, what but I it? mean, like, also, it's it's just the easiest way to get some bacon and eggs. In right. Yeah. Like that's all and I then, really. They, that's all I really fucking wanted. Like, you didn't need to give me these beans and tomatoes on top of it. Tomato slices, yeah. Okay, so uh, Queen is out. All right. So we got Queen's out. We got it's between Gallagher, Gallagher and, and the Pope. The old Pope. The old Pope. 
I think I'd have to. I'm gonna have to get. I'm gonna have to get rid of the old pope because the new pope is so dope. Like he's he is. just he's more he's more people, open to like people are gay. He seems like just a good dude. He's like, yeah, if you're gay, that's cool. It's like we're also here to support poor people, which is like what the whole thing was supposed to be about. Kind of the whole Christianity thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he, uh, I would, but I would make a hot sauce for the current pope. Well. No, that's still Catholic. Well, so no, like, we're not, doing not in a heartbeat. Out of dead, out of R.I.P. Out of R.I.P. So wow. yeah, Pope, fucking vampire Nazi Pope is out. Gallag- Gallagher's the one because again, that's the only person I instantly thought of was like, you know who would actually have a dope hot sauce? A Gallagher watermelon hot sauce. Like you do some watermelon, maybe some peri peri peppers in there. Uh, yeah, I think, I think that could be a thing. I actually after. I will I will be sending you probably within the next month because I'm about to hit my like development time for the year. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna fuck with trying to make a watermelon hot sauce now, and I will send you a bottle. Brother, brother, uh, I'm I'm there. I'm down Hell for yeah. it. Hell <laughs> yeah! Oh my goodness, Kyle. Yeah. Oh, so Gallagher goodness. Gallagher gets the W out of the uh, 2020 2022 in memoriam hot sauce. in memoriam. R.I.P. Damn it. Damn, we went way longer than I thought we were going to go. Kinda. That's usually, um, I, I talk a lot. That's usually how it goes with me in these things. So no, thank you for listening to it. my bullshit for 90 it. minutes now. No, I'm glad, uh, you know, uh, we, t- uh, you know, the people don't know this, but we messaged, you know, at, l- late last year and you were busy. So I was like, oh, okay, fuck, gotta wait. Cause you were, you were one of the people that I want to talk to. Like I got a little. Yeah. Thank Got a you. little uh, notes notes app thing that yeah. that means a lot. Um, yeah. What uh? So yeah, twenty twenty three. What um? What what should the people look for from Susa? Uh, I mean, if anything, like if if you're listening to this, if you want to see what we're about, if you want to see what we're up to, uh, Instagram is really the only thing I use for promotions. We have our web store and website. Uh, we're actually going to be doing launching a new website entirely. Fuck, probably what? And we're last end of January right now, so yeah. By uh, yeah. by end of, end of February, we should have a new website together um, to have some fun with. We're gonna have a bunch of new recipes to use products with. Uh, but Instagram What's the website. Uh, oh yeah, I should probably actually plug that. Uh, com. Um, but oh, yeah. Instagram at Susair Hot Sauce is really the big one. Uh, if you're still using Facebook, fucking follow on there. If you live if you live somewhere around the Chicagoland area, that's where we'll be posting about like shows and stuff that we'll be putting on. Uh, trying to do a little bit more in the like live music partner and sponsorship than uh, the last two years, which were really just our Riot Fest shows. Um, trying to get back into there more to kind of showcase some more of Chicago's better local op- uh, local options. That train, I love that train whistle. I wish that we had that more around here. Okay. I say that I say that now, but also like as someone who distinctly remembers being hungover after Furnace Fest at five in the morning when the train whistles start, uh, would miss it a little bit less if it was a constant. Um, but yeah, so Sousa, at Susir Hot Sauce for Instagram. Um, yeah, 
follow our web store, support the artists that we support, support artists in your own towns because that's how cool shit happens. And uh, like and subscribe, you had options. There's so many dope people on here. Like, yeah, my like Nick Woods, um, friends and former business associates with, and the Kalamasi guys. I saw you had uh, Peter Mar uh, Marullo from Fest on there too. Uh, <laughs> not to, not to, to, show my hand at all but as a hey, show your hand as a show it as a sub, as a subscriber to valerie's only fans account uh there's a great in-depth look at uh at what that whole world looks like support your local sex workers and you know mm -hmm. have some fun mm -hmm. keep um, listening to this she's, great show she's great she's cool um yeah thanks cal uh stay on for a minute after after we stop but thanks for doing this cool. uh you hit options uh, but you decided to talk to me. I appreciate oh, yeah. it. Thank you. Thanks for having me.